And welcome back to another episode of Endless Conversations, Any Topic, Anytime. And this is your host, Autumn and Asia. And in today's episode, we are going to be talking about self-care and the psychological side of um, mental health and, you know, what we can do and things to help us with our daily routines and in our life. Yeah, yeah. Our mental health and our mental well-being are just so important for our physical well-being as well. So today we're talking about those techniques, habits. I'm excited for some of the habits Autumn's got for us <laughs> um, that can just help create that healthy mental space for personal growth and fulfillment. And I'm kind of laughing because, well, one, we took a week off. In yes. case any of y'all noticed, because um, life just got crazy, and that's that. Yep, <laughs> and that's okay. And then we were trying to get the mics working, and it was just, <laughs> it's just crazy, kind of. <sighs> we're thinking about doing bloopers for you guys, because <laughs> just start recording when we start setting up yes. the mics. and There'd be a lot of beeps. Yep, we need a little E. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, I'm really excited about this topic. Um, Obviously, I graduated in psychology, so this is like really near and dear to my heart and knowing how to like nurture your mind as being just as important as nurturing your body. Absolutely. And it's just not any self-care. We'll be specifically discussing psychological self-care and how it it can nurture our minds. So first things first, let's define psychological self-care. It involves activities that cultivate a positive mindset, emotional stability, and a sense of inner peace. Yes, yes. So, some examples include engaging in mind-stimulating activities. I love that. Like, mind-stimulating, that word is just... Yes. mm, Because there are times, like, reading a book is great mind-stimulating activity, Unlike watching Scooby-Doo on the TV, which I do way too much for a 23-year-old. That's okay, though, because (laughs) it's one of those you can just watch and not really engage in your mind, but your mind's just kind of like in space of just enjoying. Yes. Mindfulness with some noise. Exactly. (laughs) I don't know if that's a thing, but also we'll talk about setting boundaries practicing mindfulness, which we just talked about, and allowing yourself to feel and express emotions. Yes. Express emotions. Express Express all emotions. But that's another one. Express emotions. Like, yeah. And um, so one thing, too, that we were talking Don't about. Don't knock your mic over. I know. The <laughs> beep mic. Is psychology and mental health the same thing? Yeah. I know, this is like a trick question. I mean, I know the answer, so I don't want to give it away. But yeah. when you read it to me, I was like, um, I'm a psychology major. I should know this. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, are you tricking me? Yeah, but it's one of those. And it says, yes, mental health and psychological health are the same and can be used interchangeably. A healthy mental state is a person can handle stress, contribute to the community, reach their full potential, and can function within society. Mm-hmm. I love that full potential, like reaching your full potential. Yes. Yep. In what is a psychological or what is psychology of mental health? Mental health includes our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It affects how we think, feel, and act. Mm-hmm. It also helps determine how we handle stress, relate to others, and make healthy de- decisions in life. Yeah. yeah. 
psychological, psychology. There's a lot of psychs going on yes. here. Yes. out. All triggering with the brain and the body. Yeah. yeah. It's, there's, I just love this topic. I could talk about it for hours. Yes. There's just so much here to unpack. So to kick things off, let's discuss some key techniques you can incorporate into your daily life to support your mental health well-being. Yes. Do you want to start with um, that one that you showed me? What was that one? Um, the uh, mindfulness meditation. Um, no, there was one other one you were talking to me about. We were, talk- we were going to talk. Oh, about daily routines. Yeah, like, daily routines. Like setting a daily routine. Yeah, yeah, I love this because I am a planner girl, paper planner girl, highlighter. I'm just looking at getting like a budget calendar. So like yes. to dos. I have like an app that has all my to dos I want to do every day. So yeah. like this is. Mm. Go. It's like the mental brain dump, like what you're doing. Like, you know, you have all these things going on in your Mm -hmm. life. So just writing them down and knowing that you're not going to forget them. Yeah. Like I do that all the time. Sometimes like even at night when I can't shut my brain off, I'll just get my phone out and I type in my notes, all these things that I got to just let out of my mind. Because you sleep better. Oh my Mm -hmm. gosh. Yes. You should see my board at work. So I started writing on my whiteboard just so like. If my boss is wondering, well, it's mostly for me, but then if she's like, what's Asia up to? Like, these are my to-dos. But even at that, it's mainly for me because, one, I love writing on the whiteboard and I love crossing things off. And, two, it just makes me feel so organized because I'm like, okay, here are my to-dos for this week. Here's what's coming up next week. And then every week I erase it and I redo it. And mm, It feels ah, so good. It's It's like self – it's like satisfaction Mm -hmm. for yourself. And it's just a mental way of – feeling accomplished like even just checking that box is like Uh yep I did it yep I was showing on my to do for the weekend (laughs) oh my gosh so when we create daily routines through exercising or changing our sleeping patterns this allows our bodies to adjust and know what to expect Mm -hmm. the same goes for mental routines creating predictable scenarios through habits allows your mind to adjust understand what to expect and alleviate anxiety over the unknown Mm -hmm. Which is actually, like, especially coming into the new season with the fall yes. and back to school oh, stuff. Like me started on fall, I man. know. That's next week's episode. <laughs> yes. But creating those daily routines just so you get in that rhythm mm-hmm. and your body just naturally just does it yeah. then, you know? Yeah. And it helps so much, especially with kids and keeping them on a schedule. Yeah. And it's less stressful in for them, uh-huh. which in return is less stressful for right. you. So, for mom, thanks, mom. Yes. And why is it important for adults to have a daily routine? So, having a routine helps keep us on track, both mentally and physically. Oh, yeah. Which can help make our days more positive and productive. Mm-hmm. So, that's according to the Mental Health of America. A routine is a tool used to improve mental health by organizing the overwhelming everyday tasks into a pattern that seems easier to accomplish, which is a good way to segue into one other technique Mm -hmm. that um, you're going to be talking about. So one practice you do. I journal in the mornings um, and at night too, I'll do like a reflection. I, I love journaling. It's It just is such, like, a nice brain dump to be, like, okay, like, this is what I want to, like... I And sometimes, too, I think, for me, my subconscious comes out because I'll go on autopilot and start thinking about things and then I'll start writing other things that 
I didn't know I was thinking about and it's just it's so good and it's a powerful way to reflect on your thoughts and emotions I'm really good with my emotions but there's a lot of thoughts going on up there <laughs> plus it helps process your experiences for the day and gain insights kind of like with unconsciously about your behavior patterns so I think that kind of goes back to routines too yeah what am I doing daily and a thing for me that I noticed with like my daily routine is sometimes I'll try to add too much into it Mm -hmm. and so then I got to think okay what are my priorities when I get home what are like my top three things I would really like to get done and then the rest get put on tomorrow and you know right keep pushing them off because if you get too overwhelmed, then you're like, I'm done with routines. I'm not doing right. that anymore. It's too stressful. I never get anything done. And you're not acknowledging the things that you are getting done because you're right. adding too much to your right. plate. And one thing too, um, which helps, like when you're working out and you get that routine and some days you can rock out a workout uh-huh. and some days there's struggle, right? Uh-huh. Same thing for making those checklists and feeling accomplished in that day. Like some days I feel like when I set that checklist, like, yeah. okay, can I do one more? What's one more? Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm on a roll. Like yeah. I don't want to stop. Like uh-huh. how many more can I get done in an hour? What can I do? Like I make it a <laughs> yeah. game yeah. and then like something, let's go. Like, cause that's Brooklyn, all I, I bet hear. I can do more chores than you. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be like, go for it. Yeah. I don't care, mom. <laughs> But I'm in that transition phase in between the summer schedule and then working into fall. And journaling has been something that I just haven't had time for, which Mm -hmm. I am so excited to start back up when the kids go back to school (laughs) and start being able to focus on myself and get back into that routine of that self-care. And it's... Because your life has kind of been on pause, you know, this summer with baseball. And, like, that's great because one day you're not going to be able to do that anymore. But you do tend – you put your kids first, you know. So then you kind of put your life on pause. And, you know, you said there was, like, three nights out of the summer that you guys ate as a family. And it's like – then you think about on top of that, like, journaling. And you're like, well, I just want to spend some time with my kids. Right. All I want to do is eat dinner with my family (laughs) around the table. Like, how hard is that? And – Those times, like, we had to say no to things. Yeah. So that is another technique is setting healthy boundaries with Mm -hmm. others. This means knowing when to say no and separating your personal life from work or other obligations. Mm. By doing this, you're allowing yourself the time and energy necessary to focus on your mental well-being. Yeah. And saying no in those moments, I haven't regretted it. Mm. I'm like, you know what? That's awesome. Easton's only nine months. We're going to go out for dinner. We're saying no to practices. We're just, that's just what our family needs. And it's okay. Yeah. And our life still went on. So I encourage you to, if you haven't started that saying no. Yeah. Just try it once. Because 95, 99% of people out there respect that because they're going to do the same thing. Yeah. You know, like if it was my birthday, I'd be like, oh no, like can't meet you i'm going out to dinner with connor or something you yeah know, like i got plans already it's yeah it is it is what it is you know yeah and it's okay to say no mm-hmm. so that is start saying that to yourself out loud it's yep. okay to say no right it's okay for me to take things off my plate mm-hmm. so i'm not as stressed i'm not as anxious about my life and wanting yeah. to try to get everything done like yeah. There's only so many minutes in a day. I know. And they go so fast. Yes, they do. There's never <laughs> enough time. Ever. So, bunny trail here. But when you're talking about working out, I was actually listening to this podcast where 
especially for women when they feel like they're not hitting their like PRs as sure. much as they normally do or things like that. Like you are four different people out yep. of the month. Like every single week you're different. And with that, you should be doing like specific workouts com- like in sync with what like this little TMI, but like in sync of like where your cycle's at. Yes. And I'm like and that is something so new um, that I've also learned this last year is mm-hmm. that your menstrual cycle coincides with how your body responds to certain things yeah. and how you go about like those days you feel extra tired. Well, why? Yeah. Well, it's because your hormones are a little bit different this week yeah. and or the estrogens, right. you know, like yeah. I mean, we could go down a whole <laughs> bunny rabbit trail with that, but it is so true, especially for women. Yeah. To establish routines. It's okay that mm-hmm. it's different from one week to the next. Right. Don't beat yourself up because it's just what yeah. your body needs. And keeping that in mind too, that your body is changing. Like you can't stop that. Yes. You're, it's changing. And so yep. like you're going to have to change with it. Yep. So accept it and go with the flow. And move on. And move on. <laughs> <laughs> so the power of mindfulness. Yes. So let's not forget the importance of mindfulness. We love mindfulness, especially in our psychological self-care journeys. So mindfulness helps us stay present. It reduces stress and it cultivates gratitude in our lives. So um, I feel like I've talked about this before, but when when I'm trying to be mindful, I'm sitting there and I'm trying to put my nothing box on mm-hmm. in my head and like think of nothing and just kind of let my mind go where it wants to go instead of thinking like, oh, I need to do this and this and, th-. you know, like, it's yep. just, okay, no, let's clear our thoughts, clear our brain, where are we going for the day? Yes. Or night or In practicing going. it, you know, you'll the first time you do it, you're going to find your mind just wanders one thing to the next, but you have mm-hmm. to practice that just like anything else is reset your mind and how your brain is thinking and responding to certain things that just pop up in your brain like okay refocus take a breath Mm -hmm. focus back on what you were initially wanting and then go from there and I think another thing to keep in mind too is you're not doing it wrong right you know like for me when I'm doing oh I can't do that because I don't know how to do it well there's you're not ever doing it wrong right you know if it's helping you you're not doing it wrong. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> so mindfulness, just for those who may not understand like the definition, yes. is yep. the awareness of one's internal states and surroundings. Mindfulness can help people avoid destructive or automatic habits and responses by learning to observe their thoughts, emotions, and other present moment experiences mm-hmm. without judging or reacting to them. So again, just taking that breath and refocusing back on what you were originally doing. It can be so easy to be reactive in our society today that, you know, even with like social media, like need a response right away, need a response right away, Right. email me, call me. And it's like, no, I need to take a moment, think about it. Yeah. That it emails, I don't know why. But that is one thing that it's like the pesky gnat that doesn't go away. It's like, ding, you get another, I'm like, oh, I just cleared my email box. I don't, oh my gosh, the unsubscribing (laughs) button. Oh, my Lanta. It's like, jeez. I just wanted the 20% off, okay? I don't want the emails. Yes, I don't need your weekly stuff. I got it. (laughs) So meditation Mm -hmm. and mindfulness um, 
you know, go hand in hand there and in which you focus on being intensely aware of what you're sensing, feeling in that moment. And practicing mindfulness involves breathing methods, guided imaginary and other practices to relax the body and mind to help reduce stress. Mm. There's just so many different ways you can right. do it. Oh my gosh. Right. Mm. You can do it in the morning. You can at, in the evening. On your lunch break. On your lunch break, in the car. You could even, like, listen to somebody else. Yes. You know, do it and kind of focus on their voice and what, you know, you can pick different ones. Yeah. There's so many options out there. There is. And there's, um, like, songs that you can download. There's mindfulness practices of meditation where you can just download a meditation practice that's, like, five minutes, ten minutes. Whatever suits you. Just try it, Mm -hmm. you know, like download it, see if it works, see if you can meditate while driving. And meditate doesn't mean closing your eyes and (laughs) putting your hands, especially if you're driving (laughs) and putting in a certain position and being like, um, um, cruise control, um, yeah, (laughs) yeah, like, no, that is a technique in a posture that you can do that can help, but you don't necessarily need to do that to meditate. (laughs) I love that. Oh my gosh. Can you just imagine if people, I mean, this could be a thing in the future. Talk about a bunny hole. Yeah. Like, cause there's cars now that are on autopilot and yep. like just drive themselves. Go, mm-hmm. Can you imagine driving by somebody that is just like cross-legged and just doing, oh. And you're like, what the, what is going on? Over there? Like, Pay attention. Tell me you're poor without telling me you're poor. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that is so funny. Okay, back on track. (laughs) Oh my gosh, so mindfulness helps us stay present. Yes. And cultivates gratitude in our lives. Yes. And I love the word gratitude because it's just something that you just like take a step back and just being thankful for the things you have, the people in your lives, the just... You in general being grateful for yourself and the things you have going on. And, you know, you can practice mindfulness through all sorts of different things and focus on that present moment when you feel overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There are some times where I'll just have like waves of gratitude come over me. I was just like, I love my life. I love the people in my life. (laughs) Then you want to text them all and then they're like. Are you drunk? (laughs) No, I just love you. I'm just riding the highway of being grateful. (laughs) But that's sometimes how I'll like like sign thank you cards too. Like I want to express my gratitude for, you know, because it's another way of saying thank you. Yeah, that's not as common anymore as like an actual handwritten thank you note. Yeah. And how important that is. And I thought it was pretty cool. Um. Brooklyn softball team had went out and supported themselves, putting themselves in the community and yeah. putting them in front of people asking for donations and sponsorships okay. for their team to support um, their journey with softball. Sure. So in the end of the season, each teammate had someone they had to write a handwritten Aww, thank you to yeah. and get that to that sponsor. Aww, and I thought sweet. that was so cool because that's something that I don't feel – it's kind of a lost art, uh-huh. yep. and I feel like bringing that back up would be mm-hmm. is so special. Yeah. So I've been working on my thank you cards. I'm like halfway through. There you go. <laughs> but, uh, they're handwritten, and you know, you do a few, and then you just like, oh, my hand hurts. <laughs> yes. But yeah, it is. It's 
It's nice to get mail and get like a thank you in the mail. Yeah, other than I, a bill. Yeah, right. Or <laughs> junk mail. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like I got one from one of my old dancers, like thanking me for, um, like being her teacher and Aww. you know all these things. It was so nice. I have it up in my like cube now. I hang it up so then I can see it, and it's like, you know, thank you for being the reason I still love dance. And I'm like, I have it up in my cube to remind me like. You are important. You can make a difference. Like, yes. even if it's just one person's life, like, it's worth it. Keep, yes. Keep going. Like, it's just such an encourager for me. If, Absolutely. Like, that is so cool. Yeah. Like, what a great way to have a good reminder of, is that setting up? You mm-hmm. see it every day, that yeah. visual. Yep. Oh, my gosh. That's so cool. That kind of goes into our next segment here of roles and that support system that you have. Yes. So, highlighting the significance of having a strong support system Building connections with others of who can contribute to better mental health well-being for yourself. Yes. Whether those are friends, family, or mental health professionals, we love our mental health professionals. Yes. Uh, Seeking guidance from those who care about you can help alleviate stress and put things into perspective. I've learned this a lot, too, with me and Connor going through, like, marriage counseling for, like, it's like pre-marriage counseling or whatever. Just having someone... From an outside looking in, being able to give you those, like, suggestions and feedback and, you know, someone that cares about you that can also be, like, objective. Because sometimes Mm -hmm. your friends are going to be like, yeah, forget about him, you know, like, and they're going to hype you up. And and there are times when you need that, but then there are times when you need someone who's going to be objective and look at it from an outside perspective, too. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So another thing that um, is kind of like a bonus um, other than the role in support systems, because yeah. I think let's finish talking about that too. But it's just having those people in your lives that help bring out the best in you. Mm, so yeah. again, let's circle back around to the saying no. Yep. And saying no to those toxic relationships and those mm-hmm. toxic people and that behavior that doesn't suit you. Yeah. Say no. Get rid of it. Yep. It you well, easier said than done. It, it is easier it, said than done. Yeah. But once you do it, it is like you can breathe again, mm-hmm. and you have that sense of like control of yourself, yeah. and you feel like you are more powerful, like on the inside, yeah. like you feel stronger, or just well, even a better person. Yeah. You know, I don't know if that's the right way to say. Like, it, but. surround yourself with those people that suit you, that are the ones that are similar to you mm-hmm. that, you know, yeah. light your day up and right. are just so positive because let's be yeah. honest, who wants to sit next to a no name Debbie Downer? <laughs> like, it's just what you, like the Debbie Downer. Yeah. Don't sure. be a negative yeah. Nancy yeah. or, you know, Eeyore. all those Eeyore. Yeah, like, that's what we call in our family. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Eeyore. Okay, Eeyore. <laughs> like, what a cute way to like... Eeyore was my favorite, though, because he was, like, such an underdog, you know? He just, like, he needs some attention, so I just loved him. He needs a hug. Yeah, he needs a hug. Oh, my gosh, I love that. Don't be Eeyore, but if you are Eeyore, just get the hug. Yes. (laughs) Go find a hug. Someone told me um, in the last couple weeks that getting 12 hugs, you you need, like, 12 hugs a day. I've heard that, yeah. Or, like... Isn't that crazy? Yeah. In a true... Yeah, right? And a true hug isn't just a like, oh, like a quick, like, wrap your arms around and then release, right? Yeah. No, it's like a three-breath hug. No kidding. Yeah. Oh, I so didn't know So you that hug part. your, that person, and you're like, you take three breaths. Yeah. 
and then you can release. Aww. I'm going to tell Connor that the next <laughs> time he's like, okay, the hug's done. Yeah. I haven't got my third breath in. Yeah, and we got 11 more hugs to go. <laughs> Keep up, buddy. Yeah, or just do a slow dance. You're good to go. Yeah, right? Oh, oh my gosh. That's so fun. <laughs> oh, man. So one bonus thing um, that is starting to come up more and more, especially like my kids are in sports. So mm-hmm. having... A sports psychologist. Yeah, I love this. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is so huge because there's so much pressure on kids and even athletes in general to be the best, to mm-hmm. be the strongest, to be, you know, that um, all-encompassed person of, yeah. especially, like, kids going through school. Mm-hmm. Like, you have your education. That's important. You right. have to balance your life with school and with sports and yep. your family. You be good at all of it. Yes, mm-hmm. and that pressure of having to be good yeah um mental health includes our emotional um side with um it is important in every stage of life from childhood through adulthood Mm -hmm. but the specific side with sports psychology is that the knowledge and skills to address optimal performance and well-being of athletes developmental and social aspects of sports participation and systemic systemic issues associated with sports settings and organizations Mm. so how does sports affect athletes mental health physical activity releases endorphins the body's natural happy chemicals and reduces levels of stress hormone cortisol sports are associated with lower rates of stress anxiety depression and suicidal behavior Sports psychologists help athletes overcome performance difficulties, manage stress, and improve their performance. They may also help sports teams work together, which I think is kind of cool too because you're getting all sorts of um, different personalities and different mental toughnesses and like Mm -hmm. working side by side with someone and that common goal and like how do you... I mean, you can see it, too, on the field or wherever. Like, some kids play better next to each other than others. Like, is to develop those skills where you can create that team environment and working with everybody. Yeah, and I didn't even think about, you know, teams. You have one common goal, but everyone has their own strengths. Yeah. And if you're looking at, you know, my teammate that can do this better than me, then it's like, well, why can't I do that? Mm -hmm. And then it's like, well, you have a different strength. Yes. building upon everyone's different strengths than trying to get everyone to have the same strength. Right. Don't mm-hmm. compare yourself yeah. to others. Compare yourself to yourself. Yeah. And how can you be better than, you know, last week? Or how can you have new yeah. PRs or, you know. Right. Don't limit yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So top 10 areas of sports psychology, common areas to study, personality, athletic performance, mm-hmm. youth sports, Coaching, team processes, organizational sports psychology, motivation in sports, and recovering from injuries. I mean, this can even go in with diet and everything kind of all, like, flows together. Yeah. And you need one. You don't need... You need all of them, Mm -hmm. I guess I should say. Yeah. And that helps. So, one other thing that I want to touch on is the five C's in sports psychology. Mm, Interesting. I know. Commitment. Mm. Communication. Mm. Concentration. Wow. Control. Okay. And confidence. 
Oh, I love that. Yes. And with the goal of helping organizations create psychologically informed environments that nurture these five C's for young athletes. I love that. Yeah. So I think that's something, I mean, as my kids get older and they're starting to get into the more competitive sport side is like, I think I'm going to be looking into more of how to help coach them under like this parameters because I think it's only going to benefit them in the end. Uh Uh-huh. I know. I was just, I was telling you about that conversation I was having with Boston. He's like, well, I'm not the best. Yeah. And it's like, well, that doesn't mean you couldn't be. Right. You know, like don't limit yourself or don't, don't stop now because you're not the best. Yeah. Because, you know, what did I say? To him? I said that quote. I love that quote. It's like hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Ooh. You know, so. That's a good quote. <laughs> yeah. That is a that's kind of a great way to end it. Yeah. I like it. Oh my gosh. Love it. That is Love so it. cool. So we hope our discussion on psychological self-care has given everyone some valuable tools for nurturing their own mental well-being. Mm-hmm. Remember, incorporating such practices into your daily life can significantly impact your overall happiness and personal growth. Yes. And thanks for tuning in and joining us on our bunny trails. Endless, <laughs> endless conversations, any topic, anytime. I know we switched it there, but <laughs> don't forget to subscribe and join us again next time for more engaging discussions. Awesome. Right. Ready? Yep. Three, Three two, two, one. one. Until, Until next time. time.